You are listening to the Daily Homily for Magdala in the Holy Land. Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you, make friends for yourselves with dishonest wealth, so that when it fails, you will be welcomed into eternal dwellings. The person who is trustworthy in very small matters is also trustworthy in great ones. And the person who is dishonest in very small matters is also dishonest in great ones. If therefore you are not trustworthy with dishonest wealth, who will trust you with true wealth? If you are not trustworthy with what belongs to another, Who will give you what is yours? No servant can serve two masters. He will hate one, he will either hate one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. The Pharisees who loved money heard all these things and sneered at him. And he said to them, You justify yourselves in the sight of others, but God knows your hearts, for what is of human esteem is an abomination in the sight of God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I'm not sure if some of you remember the first days maybe in high school, maybe they do it now in grade school, at least when I was a kid in high school, We had microscopes or even a magnifying glass and you saw an insect underneath the magnifying glass and you discovered a lot more about it. Or you had a microscope and you worked out your way down to the the substructure of the tissues, uh, living tissues, cells and so on. And that was fascinating. And today we have the microscope looking into community life at the very beginning of Christianity. This first reading is amazing because we have concrete names of people. Like when you look into the atom, you have a proton, neutron, more protons, electrons, and now we have many more pieces as they go down into it. And here we have so many people, we should even count them. Prisca, Aquila, and we have, they were also tent makers. They were very, very close uh, co-workers of of, um, Paul. And then we have Epenetus, he's number three here, and that's interesting because it says he's the first fruits of Asia. But what does he mean by Asia? If you're, let's say, in the Americas or Europe and you think of Asia, it's all over this side, over to the east, and it stretches as far as Japan and Korea and the Philippines. But actually, Asia here, it's probably referring to Turkey, Asia Minor because we're in Asia right here. So the first Asians were the Mary Magdalene and the 12 apostles and the first disciples. So it must mean the first of Asia Minor, as it was called uh, the area in present-day Turkey. And then Mary, who has worked hard for you. Which Mary? Well, here in the women's atrium in Magla, we have four different Marys. We have eight columns and we have the dome over the place. So we have four Marys there. Greet Andronicus and Junia. Now we're up to six. And now we go to greet Ampliatus, 
my beloved in the Lord, that's seven, right? Urbanus, eight, our co-worker in Christ. These are all volunteers. And my beloved Stachis, so we're up to eight. And now Tertius is writing the letter because St. Paul was dictating. He didn't write the letters. A scribe did that, and this, his name is Tertius, which means the third fellow. And then there's Gaius, so we're up to 10. And then we have Erastus, so we're up to 11. And our brother Quartus, so we're up to 12. That's interesting, there are 12. I never counted them before. 12, and that's an interesting number. And these people are greetings to and greetings from. This is very interesting because these people know each other and they're living in two major cities of the empire, Corinth, where the letter is being written, and in Rome. And there's a first line of the gospel today was, I tell you, make friends for yourselves. And one of the deepest, the, the deepest friendship is the friendship in Christ. The friendship of grace that renews us and makes us new. And all of these people are oozing with newness. They're radiating light. They're living a very intense community life of faith. And this is beautiful. I actually had a little bit of this blessing as a child because I had two aunts in Africa and an uncle in the Philippines who were missionaries. And so we were getting reports about their work. I remember my aunt in Africa, there was famine in Ethiopia. Uh, I remember uh, my aunt in Nigeria, there was civil war with the Igbos in the mid-60s. Um, and after that, and then that led to Biafra. And my uncle in the Philippines, President Marcos, the government had ordered all the poor people carted out by the military at four o'clock in the morning, and he went to serve them. And we, he did newsletters, and some of them were called Jesus. And I think he put those in the newsletters particularly because it caught everybody's eye since we were unfamiliar with the custom in some of the uh, Latin-speaking countries in the Spanish world, and that's probably how it got to the Philippines, that children actually have the name Jesus. Jesus is the way it's spoken. In fact, our major superior um, for our community is Jesus, Father Jesus. So, and you see, they greet each other with a holy kiss. Uh, there's that embrace of love. Um, and he calls Andronicus and Junia my relatives and my fellow prisoners. I'm not sure why he calls them relatives. It's not explained. And then Mary, who has worked hard for you. Each one of these are concrete people who have had a role in the community. Uh, so it's a very beautiful aspect of our faith. In our world today, especially in secularized Europe, was the first place that came very home to me very hard. I remember a report about Stuttgart in the mid-90s which said that over 70% of households had just one resident. That means there were 70% of the population were living like hermits. They weren't even capable, excuse my language, of shacking up. Uh, they weren't capable of sharing space with another person, the society had atomized. And this is one of the great riches of our faith. Fall in love with the aspect of the church. And that comes from connections, from meeting them. We just had a beautiful encounter right now. I'll tell you more about it after Mass, in our little chat after Mass. 
at the multiplication of the Loves Church and Cardinal Pizzaballo was there and there were so many of our brothers and sisters, religious and lay people from all over, especially Galilee, gathered for this. It was the first time the Cardinal came to Galilee after being made Cardinal and coming from Rome, from leaving Rome early from the Synod because of all the problems here. The, the horrible things that have happened. But it was in the backdrop of also all, all of that destruction and hatred, we see uh, a beautiful gathering, an oasis of relationships. In fact, the comment was made, you wouldn't think that we were in a country at war. To have this oasis of warm relationships, encounters, conversations, connections, catching up with people. And this is our faith. It's like one big family reunion. And this is worldwide. And so maybe some of you live in parishes that sponsor parish in Latin America or in Africa, or you have connections, and all their volunteers have this experience. Because the volunteers come here, it's not only that they get to know people here in the Holy Land, Palestinians, Jews, Muslims, uh, Christians, Bedouins, uh, Druze, um, everybody. But they also get to meet the other volunteers coming from many different countries. And this is a great experience because when they go home, something happens in those countries, they feel connected, they send a message, a WhatsApp, a message, an email, and they feel connected. This brings humanity together. And we can praise God's name. I will praise your name forever, Lord, because he transforms us. And this is the feast of Martin. Martin was an extraordinary man, not only as a kid that he shared his jacket, his coat with a poor person who was freezing, but he also shared at the end of his life an extra year on earth. He was dying and they came from one of the parishes to him and they said, don't go, we need you because we have a lot of fighting going on in our parish. Can you come and help us to reconcile? Please stay with us. And he turned to the Lord and he said, Lord, I'm ready to go if you want me to go, but if you need me to stay to help the people, I will stay. To live in relationship with others, for others. I just got a little message from uh, Ireland uh, a couple of days ago from my sister, and she works with a charity, and the charity is about connections, it's called, I think. And it's about helping elderly people who are alone, who live alone. Who do you have in your neighborhood that needs your smile? Let God do his wonderful work in you to build community. Who do you remember from before? Which missionary do you know in a foreign country? Write a note to them. Build connections, build community. Our world needs it today. Thank you for joining us today. If you want to learn more about Magdala, follow us on YouTube and on Facebook.